dedication, reflection, preparation. These are the pillars of what we do here in Fantasy AA. And tonight, we prepare. This is Therapeutic Thursdays, and welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Watts Slicker. Join the Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Get those perks, those bonus episodes. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. So tonight, man, we're going to do a mock draft. Like I told you, man, every week you mock your ass off. If you're not mocking, you're not practicing, you're not going to be in the best possible positions in your draft because you're not going to know the ADP of the league that you're drafting in, of the platform that you're drafting in. You're not going to have that muscle memory for those picks you need to know how the ADP is changing within the platform that you're using and you also need to know the best values that you can get because your platform will be different than any other platform so today we are going to be using Fantasy Pros Mock Draft Simulator uh, they compile their things by their expert consensus, uh, and their expert their expert consensus rankings, and then they pull ADP from multiple different sites: Yahoo, ESPN, uh, Sleeper, uh, Underdog. So they've done a a pretty good job with their thing here, and uh, we're gonna. We're gonna actually do a mock draft here on on this site, and we it, it allows you to set the uh, settings there to where you guys need it. So we're gonna do this: the one QB, two RB starting, two wide receivers, one flex defense kicker, and then the seven bench spots. Of course, you guys know that I don't care about defenses and kickers, but For the sake of what we do here on Fantasy AA, because this is what you're going to be drafting, we're going to draft it that way as well. So, we're actually at pick 12. Uh, we got randomized picked here. Um, so, the first round, they've already reeled that thing off. Uh, we've got Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup at the 104. You got Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler at the 105. At the 106, Travis Kelsey. Then at the 107, Saquon Barkley. Saquon did sign his one-year deal, so he is a safer pick now. Um, got some guaranteed money out there as well. So Saquon was picked here at 107. At 108, got A.J. Brown. At 109, Tyreek Hill. Then B. John Robinson and Nick Chubb round out the first round besides our pick. Now, when we're looking at who's available for us, and again, 
we're at the turn here. So you would want to have your strategy in place here of what you want to take um, and how you want to make this happen. And the reason why you want to do that is because once you make these two picks, you've got 20 picks to go where you're not going to be back on the clock. So you want to make sure you're getting your positions in. You want to make sure that you're getting, you know, the guys that you want. It's more about picking the guys that you want at this particular spot than just going by, all right, this is the value. Because you know that once you pick at 102, or excuse me, at 201, you're not picking again until 312. So you got to wait, you know, two whole rounds before it comes back around to you. So you want to make sure that you're getting your guys. And typically in this particular position, um, I would say, you know, make sure you capitalize on, again, the guys that you want flat out. Um, so what we're going to do here, as far as with how the rankings are for them right now, uh, they got Stefan Diggs as the top player, then uh, C.D. Lamb, Devontae Adams, and then Amra St. Brown and Gary Wilson. So this is like, again, we're we're talking heavy wide receiver here. As far as what the running backs are concerned, at this particular position, it's not going to behoove us to take this. Uh, so what we're going to do here is we're going to draft Stefan Diggs as our first wide receiver. And as our second wide receiver, we'll go ahead and we will take, uh, for the for the sake of this particular um, exercise here, I've not taken C.D. Lamb before in any drafts. I believe I've been going, um, if I was back this late, I'd be going Devontae Adams. I'm going to take C.D. Lamb for the purpose of this exercise. So we go C.D. Lamb. Um, after we go C.D. Lamb, then you have Amra St. Brown that goes off the board, Derrick Henry. At the 204, you got Devontae Adams. Then uh, Mark Andrews goes at the 205. Jonathan Taylor, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Garrett Wilson, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Waddle, Tony Pollard, Keenan Allen goes... Keenan Allen going before Chris Olave for the first time I've seen in a while here. Uh, TJ Hawkinson goes at the 301. Then we got Chris Olave, Ramondre Stevenson. Then we got Josh J Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. Then we get this this run of of running backs going off the board. Najee Harris, T. Higgins, Brees Hall. Travis Etienne, and then Joe Mixon. Now, we're at the point here again where, like I said, in these particular drafts, these redrafts, more often than not now, you have the running backs going very, very early. So you want to go ahead at this particular point. We're at a point now where we have to take running back here or we're not going to get uh, – you know, the, the workhorse style guys. 
um, or the guys with the receiving upside that we want. So we either want you to be the workhorse-style guy, we want you to be a dual-threat type guy, or we want you to have that extreme um, receiving upside. So right now we do have available. We've got Aaron Jones, who is that dual-threat. Then we got Jameer Gibbs, who is that full-on receiving upside. And then we also have... Kenneth Walker available here as well, who is that volume type guy. Now, for those who've listened to some of the episodes, you know that we've got Kenneth Walker down here as one of those running backs that we're going to be avoiding. So what we're going to do here at this particular point, we're not going to take the du- the double running back theme here uh, because when we're looking at these the, the running back field here, Aaron Jones is the only one that's currently up here in the ADP. He's at number 37. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is at number 41. But the next running backs are further down the list. Maybe we can go ahead and get one when we come back around. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go ahead and we're going to pick Aaron Jones here. So we'll get the one running back, and then we will go again here. And at this particular point in time, we want to solidify ourselves with a rushing quarterback, and that's where we're going to go ahead and take Lamar Jackson at this particular point, just for this exercise. Now, we could – bypass Lamar Jackson here and get a quarterback later on. But the quarterbacks that we're going to get later on or that we're going to be able to get later on are not going to be the extreme rushing upside. We can take a shot if we want to take a gamble, and you have to decide this when you're in your leagues. If you want to look for uh, maybe Anthony Richardson later on, because he's an extreme rushing upside quarterback, but you don't know when he's going to get on the field. So right now we're going to take Lamar Jackson. So we went ahead and we took him, and right after we take him, then the run goes. Because again, we're you know we're picks, we're we're tons of picks away. So we take that gamble there, thinking that. Running back won't come off the board as as heavy, and it did. So the running backs that were picked in this particular range, you had Miles Sanders that was picked at the 405, 408. Jameer Gibbs went off at the 501. You had James Conner, directly followed by Cam Akers, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, Alexander Madison, and then J.K. Dobbins all go off the board. When we look now at the running back position, we took that gamble, and I believe that this that gamble that we took is going to pay off to a certain extent here. What we're going to do here is we're going to take we're going to take David Montgomery. 
And then we're also going to take at this particular point. So we, we believe that David Montgomery is going to get, you know, the goal line work and get some burn there with the Detroit Lions if their offense continues to be as good as it is. And then we're not going to chance this by trying to wait on another surge where running backs are going to come back around. We're going to take this chance here to get a questionable running back, but if they are available to play, or and if they, you know, again, if they're available for us to play either later on in the season or what have you, we believe that they're going to return, they're going to return extreme value here for us. And those two running backs that I'm speaking of at this particular point are Javante Williams and Alvin Kamara. Now, Alvin Kamara, he's not facing any felony charges. He's not going to jail. So he may be suspended. The length of the suspension is unknown here. So you can take Alvin Kamara here, knowing that you'll have him later on in the season. Or we can take Javante Williams. All reports for Javante Williams is that he has not been limited in any capacity in training camp, in practice, with that ACL injury. He's not been limited. So he's been practicing full on. So we can take a shot on either one of these guys. For this particular exercise here, we are going to take the guy who has the injury concerns but has not been limited in practice. I want to take Javante Williams here, and the reason being is because I believe that in the Sean Payton offense, he knows how to use his running backs. This this guy is a very much so dual threat running back um, that can be utilized within this, in that system, and I think he's going to do well for Sean Payton. Now, after we made that pick, Trevor Lawrence goes off the board, Darren Waller, Rashad White, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Williams, Dalvin Cook. Jerry Judy goes off the board. Tyler Lockett. Dallas Goddard. Then we had Pat Fryer move go off the board. James Cook, Tua Tungvaloa. Then we had DeAndre Swift, Isaiah Pacheco, Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, who we were hoping was going to fall to us in the next pick here, but he didn't. Um, Daniel Jones, George Pickens, Marquise Brown, and Traylon Burks. Now what we're staring at here is, is pretty much good stuff here. We're staring at we, – we took a chance. We said we weren't going to take Alvin Kamara, um, and he is still available to us. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go ahead and we're going to solidify ourselves here with our – this is going to be it for us, man. Four running backs, four guys that we believe that can be uh, starters – excuse me, starters here. Um, but we're going to also solidify our tight end position now. We're going to take Kyle Pitts, who's available, and then we're going to go ahead and take Alvin Kamara. We are going to pass on Jahan Dotson, Jordan Addison, and Jackson Smith and Jigba here because we believe that we can still 
we 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 did our two stud wide receivers before, and we still believe that there's wide receiver value later on here. And we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take Alvin Kamara as the second pick. We've solidified our running back position. I don't believe at this particular point now we need to take any more running backs. So we're gonna go heavy moving forward on the wide receiver position. Uh, we've solidified our tight end position. We have our quarterback as well. Um, so we made that gamble here that we'll go ahead and take that uh, fourth running back here. And I think it was the right choice because the next string of running backs that went off the board, we, we had a lot of them go off the board. We had Antonio Gibson go. A.J. Dillon went. Brian Robinson, Zach Charbonnet, uh, Khalil Herbert, Rashid, uh, Rashad Penny, <clears throat> Jamal Williams, Samaj P. Ryan. All of those guys go. We also had a ton of wide receivers go off the board as well. Jahan Dawson, Jordan Addison, uh, Kadarius Toney, Brandon Cooks, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, Quentin Johnston, Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Michael Thomas, Rashad Bateman. So now we're staring at another guy who we thought was going to fall to us, and we're glad that we were able to get him at this particular point in time, and that is Elijah Moore. I really think that him and Deshaun Watson are going to have a good connection this year. Uh, he was the, the Browns traded a second-round pick for him, which was more than what the Rams got for Jalen Ramsey, which was more than what they the Browns spent last season on Amari Cooper when they got him for like a six-round pick. So I believe he's going to be utilized in the offense, and we're happy to get him here. Now we dried up pretty quick here on the on the wide receiver position, but I believe we're going to be okay as far as the wide receivers are concerned. At this particular point here, we're not really having – that much of an ex extreme value, so we're going to, again, take another shot here on a guy who we believe that if he is healthy and once his suspension is up, he will be able to Actually, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna scratch that. We are actually gonna take a shot and we're going to create a stack here for ourselves. And we're gonna create that stack with Odell Beckham Jr. uh for Lamar Jackson. So we're gonna take a gamble on that and we're gonna take that stack with Odell Beckham Jr. Uh again Wide receivers going off the board heavy. Sky Moore goes, Jacoby Myers, uh, Zay Flowers. We were thinking about the Jamison Williams pick before, but we're going to create that stack for ourselves here with uh, Odell Beckham. And that's where we're taking a shot on an older receiver that's coming off of injury, but they paid him a ton of money here. Uh, we're thinking that maybe – it works out for us. Now, at this particular point, this is where 
this is normally where in the 11th round, uh, usually he goes about the 10th uh, round. But in the 11th round, we have started seeing Anthony Richardson go off the board. This is where we're going to take him here at the 112. No, we don't have to take him here because we we have Lamar Jackson. But we'll give ourselves an opportunity to have a rushing upside QB here as well. Uh, another one on our roster just in case. Uh, typically, we can wait another round or wait until the 13th round and we can get maybe a Derek Carr, a Jordan Love. Uh, but we're going to take this this opportunity to get this rushing upside quarterback here, and we're going to take him here for the purpose of this exercise. Uh, then we're going to go again. We're, we're wide receiver heavy, and we're trying to get another wide receiver here. And we are going to take a shot here on uh, DJ Chark out of Carolina. We think that maybe he can get some burn there. Um, he alongside Adam Thielen may be the starters over there. So we think that that's going to be a good pick for us. Um, and, and, and that's going to solidify us there. Now, again, we're, we're four picks left here in the draft. Uh, two of those picks, one has to be a kicker. One has to be a defense. Uh, we don't need to actually go a backup tight end being that we have solidified our tight end position with Kyle Pitts. We're going to hammer down. Our next two picks are going to be wide receiver. And we're going to go ahead and try to get some guys who have the potential to, to, be, to be great on their team or to be pretty good, I'm going to say. Um, and that is uh, one here is going to be we're going to take a shot on Isaiah Hodgins from the New York Giants. Um we're going to take a shot on him, and then we're going to take a shot on Van Jefferson from the Los Angeles Rams. So we took a shot on those two wide receivers. Again, at the tail end of your thing, at the tail end of your draft, those last two picks, you're looking for upside guys. Whether it's a, a running back or a wide receiver, you're looking for a guy who could potentially step in and be the number two or the number three on their team, or you know, they may be a rookie and 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 could potentially get some burn here or if their guy is like holding out or something if a hold down is happening like Josh Jacobs yes they're still uh working on a contract with him to try to get him in the building but he's not in the building right now maybe you take a Zamir White as one of your last picks you know J.K. Dobbins is holding out and he's not in the building and maybe you take you know a Melvin Gordon or Gus Edwards being that they had bought in Melvin Gordon you know, so you're looking for those particular things there. And then if you're, you know, if you're a Colts fan and you like Jonathan Taylor or you pick Jonathan Taylor earlier, you, you may want to – and this, I don't normally say handcuffs. I don't normally say take your own handcuffs. But if you picked one of those backs that could potentially hold out, you may want to take their back up, want to pick their back up late just in case. If – as long as you don't have to pick their back up before one of your last couple of picks, that's where I'm okay with it. So Deion Jackson or 
Zach Moss or Evan Hall, whichever one of those guys you want to pick here for the Indianapolis Colts. If you pick Jonathan Taylor, you can pick one of those guys with your last pick. It's not going to make a difference, man. You can just drop them afterwards. But if you got to spend, you know, a, a 10th or an 11th round pick on the handcuff, it's not worth it. Just just pick somebody else um, and, and go from there. What we're going to do here as far as our defense is concerned is we're going to go ahead and take the Miami Dolphins defense. Uh, we believe that they're even with Jalen Ramsey not being available until December, we believe that they still are going to have a pretty solid defense under Vic Vangio, and we're going to take him there. Excuse me, we're going to take them there. And then as far as our kicker is concerned, we'll go ahead and take the Bengals kicker, Evan McPherson. So we finished that off, man, and our team here, um, as far as the team is concerned, uh, they did give us a grade here, and they graded us out at an A+. Plus, uh, for our grade here on Fantasy Pros, uh, they do give you a grade at the end. So they gave us a a, a grade of an A+. Plus. You can get a free analysis if you want, if you uh, sign up for their thing. I'm not signing up for anything, uh, you know, I don't. I I'm not a member of Fantasy Pros. I don't. I just use their draft client for this. Well, they used to call it a draft client, but now they call it the draft simulator, the mock draft simulator. I use that now here, just to give you guys an idea of how we're gonna be picking. And then, like I said, they gave us an A plus. And here's our final team. Here we got Lamar Jackson as the starting quarterback. Then at the starting running back positions, we have Aaron Jones, uh, David Montgomery. Then at our starting wide receiver positions, we have Stephon Diggs and C.D. Lamb. At our tight end position, we have Kyle Pitts. At the flex position, currently, we have Javante Williams. For our defense, we have the Miami Dolphins defense. And then we have the Bengals kicker, Evan McPherson, Evan McPherson at the kicker position. And then our bench consists of Alvin Kamara, Elijah Moore, Odell Beckham Jr., Anthony Richardson, DJ Chark, Isaiah Hodgins, and Van Jefferson. We believe this was a pretty good draft here. Um, again, we got those guys who we took some shots on, some guys who you may be injured in Javante Williams, uh, injury return or older guy in Odell Beckham Jr., a chance for a suspension, but if he's not suspended or if his suspension is minimal, we can really get good games out of Alvin Kamara. Then we took some shots on some guys who – they may not be the number one on their team, but they do have the potential to be the number two or the number three on their team as far as receiving options are concerned. And that was DJ Chark, Isaiah Hodgins, and Van Jefferson. You want to be able to solidify your starting lineup. Again, we solidified our starting lineup by first picking that rushing quarterback. That's what you want to look for in your quarterbacks. You want your quarterbacks to either have – high touchdown rates, or have a good foundation for the run. Um, we're going to go over again. We're going to have an episode where we talk about the things that you look for in each position. But for the sake of this, again, we went with Lamar Jackson there. We solidified our running back position by picking guys who have a high uh, touchdown opportunity rate 
which means they're, we believe that they're going to get a lot of goal line and red zone touches. Uh, David Montgomery, we believe, is going to get that. Being that Jamal Williams got that similarly last year. Uh, then we want to look for guys, again, at your running back position that are either dual threat guys where they get a lot of carries as well as get uh, receptions or they have full-on reception upside where we know they're going to be used as the receiving back. We did this here where we got two dual threat guys. Well, we got actually three dual threat guys in Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, and Alvin Kamara. That's what we did for our running back positions. And for our wide receiver position, we solidified guys who are high-targeted players, which they are the first read in their offense the majority of the time. And that was Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, and then the other guy that we picked who was somebody who we thought was – who we believe is going to get a high target volume being that they gave up a second-round pick to get him – which was more than they gave up for Amari Cooper, and that was Elijah Moore. So we feel really good about the team that we drafted here for the mock draft. Again, they gave us an A-plus here as far as the, the draft grade. I'm really happy with that. I think you would be happy with this team if you were able to get this team as well. Um, and then as far as what we do when we go back, after you finish your mock draft, you always want to go back and you want to see guys who you may have – you know, you may have could have taken at said position if if you knew they were available. But I didn't think we made any mistakes in this draft here. Uh, we the only gamble that I think that we took uh, was we didn't take the double running back. So after we picked Aaron Jones, we picked Lamar Jackson, and I believe that worked out for us. No, we didn't get uh, a Miles Sanders or Cam Akers, or Damian Pierce. Those are three guys that I believe were going to be, you know, high-volume getters for their teams. Um, but we were able to get a David Montgomery, and then we were able to follow it up with Javante Williams. And then we got even luckier because we picked David Montgomery and Javante Williams back-to-back, -back, not knowing that this would happen, but – we lucked out, and Alvin Kamara fell to us two rounds later than what we were contemplating him at the 601. We got him at the 801 instead. So sometimes you take those gambles and they pay off for you. Not always will it pay off for you, but as long as you remain fluid in your draft, you'll be able to utilize your strategy and continue to have good drafts no matter your draft position and no matter what happens as the board shakes out. Even if you're sniped with one of the guys that you wanted, you can still, as long as you remain fluid, do your research and keep, you know, keep your wits about you and don't panic. You're going to be able to to pull out a spectacular draft just as we pulled out today. And I understand that everybody thinks that they've drafted the greatest draft of all time. When you do it, you're very happy about your draft picks when you're in that draft and you've looked at it. And I want you to feel that way because you studied, because you've researched, because you've done what you needed to do in order to be great. You've been true to thyself. You embraced your addiction. And you, my friend, will earn your chip.
I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.